Welcome to Going Back, a rewatch podcast about the television show Lost, with your hosts, Adam Todd Brown and Olivia Hydar. Hey, everybody, welcome to Going Back, a Lost rewatch podcast. I'm Adam Todd Brown. Who are you? I'm Olivia Hydar. That makes us your hosts, Olivia. How have you been since we recorded last? You know, refreshed, actually. Yeah. I, I feel hydrated and energized. I feel like so a I'm new person, good. personally. Whole yeah, new person. Absolutely. Like we always do about this time, we are talking about the TV show Lost. Hell yeah. Love Lost. <laughs> we are we are nearing the end. I I think I did the math and we've got four or five more podcast episodes to go in that terms, sounds right i think the last episode of this season is going to cover three episodes because yes the final episode of the first season of lost is three episodes right so yeah we're we're rounding third heading for home Mm-hmm. and things are happening you know things are moving and shaking we got a charlie flashback but we also got our first sawyer flashback like we're really getting some new shit coming out this isn't the first sawyer flashback is it i'm pretty sure yeah because this is when sawyer starts being humanized there was that the first, like not for the first time but yeah there was that confidence man episode too oh shit you're right oh man never mind yeah this would have been deep into the season for sawyer to have not had i guess it was the second one yeah. you know full disclosure it's been a couple months since i watched the last episode so yeah so episode 15 homecoming charlie flashback yes this episode opens with a really neat moment claire returns to the cave but uh-oh she doesn't remember anything including who the people mm-hmm. on the island are. Yeah, her memory stops after getting on the plane. Right. Lost. Lost. Meow. So, again, this is a Charlie flashback. On <laughs> Flashback Island, Charlie is back home doing all the fucking drugs. Yeah, he's loving, he's doing, he, yeah. This is this is the bummer period for yeah. Charlie. This is rock bottom for Charlie. He's doing drugs and he's got designs on pulling a scam on poor lucy heatherson yes who's very cute in this yeah who does who who is the actor who plays her is she she looks familiar like i feel like i've seen her and stuff but i did not look it up i should have pulled this up you're catching me with my lost imdb you know pants down (laughs) she was of course Played by the wonderful Sally Strecker. Worth it. That was worth it. That's a name I don't recognize. <laughs> but. Let's see. She was. Oh, well, that, look, I, I looked her up. We're gonna. We're gonna. See. She was. So she got her start in 1998 on the TV series Water Rats. <laughs> Might be that. Maybe I just know her from Water Rats. Yeah, of course, you were a huge Water Rats fan. Or maybe it was the 2007 prophetic TV miniseries Pandemic, which was about the year 2020. (laughs) Was it? No. I mean, maybe. Who knows? I feel like it would have been bigger news. Right. (laughs) There was a three-hour thing. Anyway, poor Lucy Heatherton. She's going to get a scam done on her. Right. That's all all the setup we get at first. For mm-hmm. Charlie's flashback back on the island, Saeed is sharing his suspicions that 
maybe Ethan sent Claire back willingly instead right. of her escaping, and that it might be some kind of trap. And I feel yeah, like he's he, not being taken seriously enough. Yeah, I mean, it feels like a very reasonable thing to suggest that maybe it's kind of unlikely that a nine-month pregnant woman who weighed 90 pounds soaking wet before she got pregnant could escape from Ethan, who seems to basically be a Terminator. He is a lethal weapon, if nothing else. (laughs) Right? He has some powers, and we see those on display again when later Charlie and Jen are walking Mm -hmm. in the jungle, and Ethan shows up, and he just wrecks Jen with a slingshot. Yeah, like a old-school, like, David and Goliath sling which Jin might should be dead <laughs> because that shit will kill you he should at least have like a broken sternum or something yeah yeah does yeah i guess he gets hit in the chest it, like if he got hit in the head with that thing it would fucking kill him oh his head would have exploded <laughs> it would have looked like the zapruder film yeah and he and he chokes charlie and like lifts it like there's a nice shot of <laughs> Charlie's feet coming off the ground by Ethan doing the classic neck grab and lift. It's good. It's good shit. I've always wanted to do that to someone. Right? I bet it's fun. I bet. Like, if you've got that strength. Yeah, see, that's the problem. I could only do it to, like, a child or, like, a (laughs) very frail woman. Right, of course. Well, I mean, I don't have the strength to do it to a a worthy adversary, so I'll never get to do it. Any one of us could do it to a child. I, you know, I feel like <laughs> I absolutely. Could I could fist. I could, <laughs> I could do two kids I, at once. Like, if the need be, I could annihilate a child. <laughs> Just totally destroy him. So he, he, Charlie's getting choked out by Ethan. Yes. And Ethan demands that they return Claire, which, again, how did she get out? How did she get out? Yeah, I mean, it's a mystery. And he says he'll kill one person each day until Charlie does return Claire. I would have asked if I could pick who goes first and take care of the Shannon and Boone question. Right, right. Like, just, right off just the Just take bat. Boone out of the equation. Yeah. Can you give us two days and then we'll give you Claire? Yeah. <laughs> Boone, like, but, but Charlie knew, like, well, Boone's, his time is limited anyway, so we don't, uh, I don't have to worry about that. Yeah. I do like the part where Jack and Charlie are so gung-ho to hunt down yes. Ethan after this. And Locke is like, hey, you remember what happened last time? You tracked down Ethan unarmed? <laughs> yeah. You got, How curb, he... you, you got curb stomped, Jack. Yeah. Jack got curb stomped. Uh, Charlie got hung by the neck. Yeah. <laughs> Jack got beat up in Mortal Kombat fashion by yes. Ethan. Surprised he didn't pull right. his heart out of his chest. Yeah, you hear, like the the monster, you could hear him in the background going, finish him! <laughs> and yeah, Jack is really bitter about how only Locke has good ideas in this. <laughs> At least it, it's just that Locke is a psychopath. And so he is good at these sorts of life or death survival type situations. Whereas Jack is a human being and, you know, is emotional and is not as good at that kind of stuff. Gross. Yeah. There's no room for emotion and leadership, Jack. Absolutely. So 
Back to Flashback Island. Charlie is in Lucy Heatherton's place, and she says her old man is off trying to buy a paper company in Sloth. Slow? Sloth. Slow. I don't know how they pronounce that, even though they pronounce it in the episode. I forgot. They they do, but they say it all British, and who can even keep yeah. track? And she's talking about her dad. Fun fact I picked up from the Finding Lost book. That is almost certainly a reference to the inferior British version of The Office. Yeah. Which Slough. Was, it's Slough. Yeah. That's, that's how I knew that it, how it's pronounced. It's about a paper company in Slough. J.J. Abrams was a big Ricky Gervais fan. And uh, <laughs> Ricky Gervais, for the record, is why the British version of The Office is the inferior version. Because uh, fuck that guy. Also, the American version's just better. I'm sorry. It's fine. I don't like either very much. I haven't I I haven't rewatched the British Office since it aired. So or you know, since whenever it came to America first. So I don't remember it very well. But I've never been a huge fan of the American version either. So. I was into it. But I, I hate it. Ricky Gervais because he's a prick. I so. liked it when it was on, yeah. Ricky Gervais is a piece of shit. I just don't think trans people are real people in it. <laughs> I'm an atheist, baby. Ever heard of it? Wait, 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 wait. Ricky Gervais is an atheist? Yeah, I know. I know. So I hope you were sitting down for this. Are you sure? You can't be saying stuff like that. That's really, that's pretty inflammatory. I think I've heard him mention it a time or two. That's brave that he just lets that be public knowledge because I personally would not. I still think one of the most offensive things he did was holding that he did this like comedy roundtable TV show thing uh, with all yes these, like with Louis C.K. Actual, and Seinfeld with like actual comedians and then yeah it him. was it's like it he, was him and Louis C.K. before before yeah, the stuff and Jerry Seinfeld, Seinfeld before stuff. before well actually a- after <laughs> oh, uh, Chris it, because, it was Chris Rock. Uh, before he got smacked by Will Smith. Like, <laughs> it was, yeah. And Although like, he was still feeling it. It went back in time. <laughs> so he did feel it during that. Yeah, if you look into it, actually, white people went back in time and slapped Chris <laughs> Rock. And then we just On behalf. They're like, this is for showed, Will Smith. He's like, who? Yeah, we showed Will Smith how to do it, and then he did it. And <laughs> Yeah, and my problem with that was that why is Ricky Gervais there? Like, everyone else there is good at stand-up comedy, and then there's Ricky Gervais. Like, yeah. you, you don't need to be right. in that who discussion. is not a stand-up comic. Yeah, he doesn't need to be in that fucking conversation. Anyway, nope. Ricky Gervais. This is not in this episode of Lost, luckily. Yeah, yeah. he died that on the plane. That would be weird. Yeah, it really would. I thought the yeah. book was going to tell me he did a cameo on Lost. But no, he was uh, he did no. a cameo on Alias. <laughs> He did. I I didn't watch Alias. So back on the island, everyone decides they need to take turns watching out for Ethan. And of course, Boone fucks it up and falls asleep on his watch. Yeah. He really falls on his face this this whole episode. He sucks. Yeah. I, I know I'm repeating myself, but he is the worst. Every time he's on screen, I am just clawing at my eyes. Yeah. And he wakes up to find that it is now daytime and there are noises coming from the jungle. (laughs) So he he runs in there to just try and randomly kill whatever it is. And fortunately, he fucks that up because it was Vincent, the dog. So please don't kill Vincent. 
Yeah. But someone does die. Steve. Well, was it, no, was it Scott? It was Scott. No, wait, no, no, it was Scott because <laughs> yeah. But that's like that they do. Have, there is a funny little. There is a funny thing with Hurley uh, getting their names confused a bunch, and he pours one out for him. It's funny. Yeah, and in his eulogy, he says, "I'm sorry, I called you Steve this whole yeah. time, or something like that." Very, very Poor cute. Scott. As cute as a scene about a cast member dying could be, but. Let's be honest. Well, that's not integral cast member there. I don't think he was actually. I don't even know if this was a real cast member that they're referring to. It's unclear, yeah. honestly. Yeah. And so back on Flashback Island. Yes. Charlie is still trying to scam Lucy Heatherton, but he's also hardcore Jonesing for heroin. Well, yeah. Is, is it at this point where he. I think he has basically stopped trying to scam her. Right. At, like he he kind of is like, well, maybe I can just have a life right here without heroin. And unfortunately, the heroin was like, uh, excuse me, bitch. Yeah. You think you could just walk away from me? Yeah. The heroin begs to differ. So Charlie is strung out on his first day at work. He yeah, has accepted job. a job from Lucy's dad. And that job is selling copy machines. Yeah. And uh-oh, he is jonesing for heroin so hard, he vomits on one of yeah. the copy machines, which is it's rough. Very funny, but yeah. Bad times. It's funny. For him. It's funny and it's rough, and it is like you you do feel for him cuz you're like you I mean, you know, we're from the future in this version, so we know that you know, obviously he's not going this isn't going to work out. He's not going to make uh, a normal life for himself as a copy machine salesman. And it's just a bummer cuz like the dad is like, "Oh, we really laid it up for you. We we uh, you know, yeah. we got him. We got him all liquor like we're they're they're ready for you. It'll be an easy sale on your first day." Well, oh no, what's coming out? Oh no, that's your, your you vomited all over everything. Yeah, whoops. And back on the island, Jack and Locke are arguing about whether or not they should be trying to track Ethan. Yeah. And Locke once again reminds Jack that they just get fucked up to the high heavens every time they encounter yeah. Ethan. But Jack says he has a way that might allow them to regain the advantage on Ethan. And what mm -hmm. he means by that is he has guns. Right. And I'm not going to lie, that's, that seems like it might help. Yeah, it might. Although Ethan, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it might just make him stronger getting shot. He might <laughs> yeah. just absorb yeah. that into his bloodstream somehow. Oh, Ethan angry. Yeah, like when you shoot Suge Knight. You're just wasting bullets. That's how he gets his oh, power. Yeah. You, you, sh you shoot him in his face. Like melts and smushes, and then he becomes <laughs> Ethan Hunt. Yeah, <laughs> and they come up with a plan. They're going to use Claire as bait to capture Ethan. Yeah. And like, I don't know what else their plan could have been. Right? Yeah. There, there's not really another move to make here. So there's four guns, and only three people have agreed to use them so far: Saeed, right. Jack, and Locke. They agree a fourth person should be carrying that fourth gun. They pick Sawyer. Weird choice. He did well, miss the air marshal at point blank range. Yes, yeah. Which which Jack reminds him of, which was <laughs> yeah. which is really a good burn. It's but worth I, reminding him of. Yeah, and, but I do like that Charlie is like, well, I'll do it. I'm, I want to. I want to kill this guy. And, and Jack is like, have you ever fired a gun before? 
ever. And uh, Charlie's like, well, I'm useful. He's also, Charlie's also feeling insecure because Claire doesn't remember him and it's making him sad. Yeah, that was his whole role was taking care of Claire. And now she's yeah. like, we're friends? Ooh. Who are you? She actually says that at one point. She goes, we're friends? Right. Wait, oh no. Something re- it must have been really bad here. We're your friends. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. He's so cute. I like the part where Kate wants to come along and Jack, being the asshole that he is, is like, <laughs> uh-huh. sorry, Broad. We only got four guns. And Sawyer just pulls out a fifth gun. Like, right. Should take this one. I like that. <laughs> I do like yeah, Sawyer. These are a good couple episodes for Sawyer. He's really making some positive strides away from his early (laughs) season characterization. So now the plan's in motion. Claire is the bait, and it works. Ethan gets fooled like the absolute rube he totally has not been up to this point. (laughs) But it's fine. And he and Jack are fighting, and Jack is getting characteristically dominated. But... He gets the drop on Ethan when Ethan stops fighting because he realizes everyone has <laughs> guns pulled on him. So then yeah. Jack gets a couple punches in. It's like very heroic, Jack. Yeah, Jack. very heroic. Well, it was, you know, Matthew Fox, he was taking some notes from his personal life. What happened in his personal life? Oh, he beat up a, a, a woman who was driving the bus that he was uh, partying on in Hawaii. Look, Jesus. The, yeah, he's a he's a he's a he's a guy. The the cast of Lost, especially because like because they were fucking on this island for almost a decade straight. Yeah, and, and they're on like they are on Hawaii. Like they all have to live there, and so and it you know it's kind of a small area, and like and all of these really crazy personalities would just get wasted all like that's why so many cast members were like arrested for dmvs oh yeah uh, not, DM, not dmvs duis jesus <laughs> they were arrested for illegally giving people driver's licenses for driving moving vehicles what it's <laughs> not a crime anyway so they capture ethan they want him alive because of course you do that's how you get saeed to torture the truth out of him of course but, and Saeed's like, he's like sharpening the bamboo sticks. Yeah. He's like walking up. He's getting them ready. Yeah, he has he has gotten over that guilt he felt torturing yeah. Sawyer. But Charlie fucks everything up and shoots Ethan in the chest approximately 1,000 times. Hell yeah. He just yeah. unloads on that motherfucker. It was good. I liked it. I, I can't, I mean, like, fuck Ethan. He's the worst other. Like, you know, in- obviously spoilers for whatever but like yeah of all the others he's always seems like the biggest creep and charlie makes a good point that he probably wasn't gonna talk anyway yeah you think this motherfucker can't withstand torture yeah he puts he puts bamboo shoots up his fingernails for fun yes (laughs) he thinks it feels good and so back on flashback island Charlie is in big, big trouble with Lucy because of all of his misdeeds. And what she most wants to know is if you were just here to steal, why would you even take the job? Right. Which is the question. He says it's because he wanted to be respectable and he wanted Lucy to think he could take care of her. Yeah. And she fucking lays it on him. She's like, you will never be respectable. You will never (laughs) take care of anyone. Yeah, that's. That's that's one of those lost flashback lines that's just like 
That's so brutal. I don't think anyone would ever like that. Just doesn't feel like something an insult that someone would lay out, and it's so brutal. Yeah, uh, but it's so thematically resonant with what is happening on the island. So yeah, it's, it it's, works. It's a very sad moment, but our our spirits are lifted a little bit at the end. Charlie and Claire have an interaction where she's like, "Why do I remember peanut butter?" Yeah, and he. He explains it was just imaginary <sighs> peanut butter, but still lost. It was that. It's so cute. They're such a cute. They're such a cute pair. I yeah. I like Charlie and Claire. Yeah, they're great. Up next, episode sixteen, Outlaws. Yeah, Sawyer I will say flashback. Yeah, I was briefly concerned before I saw that the name of the episode was Outlaws, uh, and the previously on Lost segment started. And it opened with a part from one of Jack's flashbacks of Jack's dad. I was briefly concerned that we were about to get another oh, yeah. Jack flashback already. And I'm like, dude, I like Jack. I like you, but we, we got to spit some time apart right now. Yeah, that would have been a bit much. But no, it's a Sawyer flashback and it's a heroin yeah. Sawyer flashback. Yeah, this is why this is the one. This is why I thought it was the first one because this is such the obviously the starting point of Sawyer's story. Right. Yeah, it starts with a flashback to the moment his dad killed his mom and then killed himself because of the scam that got pulled on them. And turns out Sawyer was under the bed the whole time that was happening, which is uh, bad times. Also it's a bad, really well done scene. And yeah. It's really sad. Also bad times. Sawyer wakes up to find a wild boar in his tent. <laughs> which Yeah. That's not what you want at all. This is one of those episodes that I had kind of forgotten about. And then as soon as it started, I was like, oh, it's the boar episode. Oh, yeah. Like, I remembered it so vividly, so suddenly all, as I was watching it. Like, I, I really like this episode a lot. Yeah, basically, Sawyer gets it in his head that there is this boar on the island that only is attacking yeah. him and no one yeah. else. And he's right. It's like coming into camp mm-hmm. and just wrecking Sawyer's <laughs> shit and then getting yeah. out of there, which is very funny. It's, it's like a truffle pig, but for metaphors. Like, it just <laughs> yeah. sm- it could smell like, oh, this guy needs a metaphor in his life right now. <laughs> so he chases it into the jungle, and then he hears the voices. Yes. Trademark lost while he's out there. <laughs> and uh, later on, he asks Saeed about the voices. But because dudes are bad at human connection, he can't just admit that he also heard the voices. Right. Saeed's it, like, but, what did you hear? And Sawyer's like, nothing, man. Don't touch my <laughs> dick. <He walks> away. <laughs> there is a nice moment where uh, Saeed is just kind of having a, like, he just is generally enjoying seeing Sawyer be annoyed and yeah. admits as much that he's taking pleasure in <laughs> how frustrated Sawyer is. So back on Flashback Island, Sawyer right. is pulling another scam, but... Yes. This time, when he pulls the married woman into the hotel room, the guy from Terminator 2 is there waiting for him. Is that the guy? I don't think that's the guy. I don't think think it's Robert Patrick, if that's who you're thinking of. Yeah. He's got a Robert. He's got Robert Patrick face. He's got Robert Patrick energy. Yeah. Definitely. So 
I would have just assumed it was the guy from Terminator 2 if I was <laughs> Sawyer. Whoever this well, guy uh, is. Yeah, but like, but by the guy from Terminator 2, it actually it's Sander Berkeley. Uh, or no, uh, I'm trying to think of some other guys. Sure, sure, sure. It's sure. not. I'm just. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, whoever he is, he's found some info on the guy who ruined Sawyer's family. Frank Duckett, a.k.a. Frank Sawyer. Right. Meanwhile, back on the island, Sawyer is getting pwned by this fucking wild boar that fucked up his tent. <laughs> yeah, it's and fun. I love all of the stuff with that. It's so funny. He, he decides he's going to hunt it down and kill it. And Kate objects, but he doesn't give a shit. He's, he's going to... Oh, it was Robert Patrick. God, I thought it was, idiot. yeah. Man, <laughs> I'm out of it. Olivia, get it together! I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I like the scene where Hurley asks Saeed if he ever had Gulf War syndrome. Yeah. Saeed's yes. like, that was the other side. Yeah. not he, he doesn't say that was your side, which is very kind of him. But Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but they do decide Charlie might have a little PTSD. Just a sidebar uh-huh. here. I feel like PTSD is a phrase that's getting thrown around a little too liberally these days. Like, case in point, I was watching The Amazing Race, uh-huh. and there was a girl on there who apparently her grandmother ate sardines a bunch when she was sure. a kid, and she didn't like sardines. So they had to do this challenge that involved cooking sardines, and she was sobbing and talking about having PTSD from this challenge and it's like you just don't like sardines and you don't want to do the thing you have yeah. to do that is not ptsd yeah. which is a very serious and actual condition that does not involve <laughs> ew sardines are gross right it, yeah i mean i would say she's probably being a little dramatic a little uh yeah, yeah i don't know i do think it's funny that they're like i wonder if this guy who was in a plane crash has PTSD. (laughs) It's like, yeah, you all have PTSD. Yeah, you all should, except Locke. And I was going to say you all should unless you're a psychopath. So, of course, Locke. Unless you're a psychopath who got magically healed from your paralysis, then you should have PTSD. And they all do. (laughs) That's kind of what the show's about. So... uh, there's a scene where Sawyer and Kate are playing Never Have I Ever by the fire. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, Kate doesn't know. Well, first of all, he calls it I Never, which is not I, which is a, I would have been confused if someone right. was like, hey, it's you not- want to say I never, you want to play I Never? I, you know, I might not have recognized that. Yeah, right that's away. not what it's called, it, Sawyer. It, it would have been funny if after Kate was like, I, I don't know what I Never is. And he's like, patronizingly is like oh you never went to college and like it would have been funny if after he described it she was like oh never have i ever that's what it's called never have i I played that of course i do like the part where he says i never killed a man yeah and they both have to drink yeah that was good i you didn't like this scene i I thought it was kind of i didn't like it up to that point i thought but i yeah I didn't realize what it, I put that in the notes before the scene was. You over. didn't like Sawyer going, I never kissed a man. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you probably did. He might have, I, yeah. you know, like, and then good for him. Yeah. Like, I feel like a more effective scam artist would be able yeah. to say they kissed a man. But like, if you look like Josh Holloway, like he could just get whatever, like he would just fuck whatever woman came as well. Like, 
Yeah. He's so yeah. fucking hot in this show. <laughs> it's insane. He's so sexy. That's why I like this scene is because, like, they're both really hot. <laughs> and it's kind of a really sexy scene. And I do really like the I Never Killed a Man thing where yeah, that part is she good. drinks. And then he, like, he drinks, which is, like, a fun little twist on the rules. Yeah. In the morning, they wake up and find that the wild boar has returned. And mm-hmm. it only ate Sawyer's stuff. What a good puppy. <laughs> Left all of Kate's shit alone. <laughs> yeah. Kate is also, again, like, everybody's very amused by this, which is one of the things I like so much about the subplot, <laughs> yeah. is that Kate is like, look, you were right, but it's, <laughs> this is undeniably amusing. I can't help it. Yeah. Yeah. If that happened to me, I would probably find it a little funny. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, meanwhile, on Flashback Island, (laughs) Sawyer has found the Sawyer he's been looking for his whole life. Right. At a food truck in Australia, which explains why he was on that plane. Yes, that's why he was in Australia. And you think maybe that's why he... Like, yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. This doesn't, this still doesn't reveal why he was in the police station in one of the flashbacks. No. But it is kind of uncovering other stuff around that trip. The first time he meets the guy, he leaves without killing him, but he also leaves without taking that spicy shrimp that he ordered. It That looked phenomenal. Should have taken the food. Should have taken the food. I would have eaten that food. And I would have been like, you know what? This is better than vengeance. <laughs> Yeah, that shrimp looked great. It was just drenched in hot sauce. Oh, yeah. So he heads off to a bar, and oh, shit, guess who's there? Jack Slimy-ass dad. Dad, Christian Shepard. Hanging out at the bar. They're having a conversation about bad luck, and there's a fun moment where Christian says, that's why the Red Sox will never win a World Series. Yeah. It's fun, because the Red Sox were fresh off of winning a World Series for the first time in... I think more than a hundred years. Right. Yeah. The, this is a thing that the show has fun with a lot over the course of the series because yeah. it's becomes Jack's dad's like catchphrase. And of course, like you said, the world series thing happens now as the show is airing, but the plane crashed before that. So the, that is just constantly, it is something that they constantly keep coming back to. Yeah. Yeah, it's very funny. And it's an interesting scene in that Sawyer gets some legitimately horrible advice. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, basically, yeah, you should kill this guy. Christian is like, go for your dreams, kid. You're going to regret it if you don't kill this shrimp truck owner. (laughs) Yeah, and like, man, John, I, I like, he also like, I like that Christian is like, you know what? I'm not actually mad. You know, I I recognize, you know, through my stupor, I recognize that Jack actually did the right thing. I just am incapable of expressing that <laughs> to him. And right. like, I get that. That made sense. Like, it really made sense to me as a character choice. Yeah. And also John Terry is, uh, man, this scene again, Lost just has so many smoking hotties on it. Like John Terry is just a <laughs> legendary hottie. And when he's doing this, like, total disheveled barfly thing, which is so much different than him, like, controlling Chief Surgeon in, you know, the other flashbacks, it's fucking hot. It's hot. (laughs) Everyone looks great. They do. And so 
back on the island, Kate has successfully helped Sawyer track down the boar that's been stalking him. Except not really, yeah. because they just find a little baby boar, and so- yes. Sawyer picks it up and he's mean to it. So Kate gets <laughs> mad and stalks off. Yeah, that's another scene that I found very relatable <laughs> to, with, with Kate, where I'm like, "Do you just stop? You're being mean to the piglet. That's yeah. okay. I'm done. You're I'm done. You're <laughs> you you're being mean to this piglet. I'm gonna go. Yeah, he's crossed the line, obviously." So now Flashback Island. He did it. Sawyer yeah. did it. He achieved his Finally. dreams. Finally. He killed oh, his, his His character arc has been fulfilled. Thank God. Let's watch the rest of this flashback and see how it plays out. <laughs> Except, uh-oh. It's the wrong guy. He just, mm-hmm. he just got tricked into killing someone over Terminator 2's debt that he was owed. <laughs> And yeah, and you don't want to be in you don't want to be in the T one thousands debt. Absolutely not. He's very hard to kill. Yes, gun's not going to do it. No. Nope. So back on the island, Jack runs that same Red Sox line past Sawyer, and he's all bent out of shape about that coincidence. Yeah, yeah like I like that Sawyer. This is an interesting dynamic where Sawyer recognizes that this guy was actually talking about. Jack, who is a yeah. guy that he now knows, and like you see all of this play on his face as he's as he's not revealing any of this to Jack, and it's really well done. I really like that moment a lot. Yeah, and it's interesting that he doesn't say anything. Lost, lost. Yeah, that's <sighs> that's how the episode ends. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, this was a good episode. All yeah, all the wild boar stuff was really fun. Yeah, it's such a yeah, that that's such a fun plot on the island and it is so like this is again, this is the moment with the other Sawyer flashback. This is where he is moving away from being a piece of shit who it's impossible to root for to being a guy where you kind of get where he's coming from. Yeah. Even if you don't like who he was. Yeah. And I think that's our episode, right? I think so. We have done it. Do we have anything to plug before we get out of here? If you're listening to this for free, hey, go listen to Conspiracy the Show also. The, yes. The show that gave birth to this show. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was a messy delivery. Very messy. And uh, you can check out my Substack, adamtodbrown.substack.com. I write a newsletter called In Broad Daylight. Uh, it's very fun. Everything's still free for right now. Well, depending on when you're listening to this, but <laughs> be a little paywall soon. You can uh, support independent journalism. <laughs> journalism. That's funny. <laughs> Olivia, what the do you support? have? Support. <laughs> what do you have to plug? I don't have anything to plug. <laughs> All right, let's get out of here, <laughs> Olivia. That's it. Sorry, <laughs> Olivia. Say goodbye. Bye. Goodbye, everybody. We love you. <laughs>